You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Today's episode is from the archives, so to speak. If you've been listening to some episodes in the past couple months, you've heard me say this before, and if not, you're going to hear me say it for the first time. Something I've been doing and will continue to do is finding old episodes of the podcast. When I say old, this podcast has been out for, I would say, let's see, 15, yeah, seven years now. So when I say old, I mean like in the past three years old, because there have been some gems that have really not gotten the love and attention that they deserve. I do have download stats here and I do see them. And this is an example of an episode that didn't have the download numbers, but man, was it an amazing episode with really good advice that you're going to love. And so I wanted to bring it out from the past and put it here in the present. And I I know that people pick and choose which episodes to listen to based on the titles because they want to get the ones that are specific to them. And I know sometimes there can be some titles where it doesn't necessarily describe how powerful the episode can be. That's why I should tell you guys you should listen to all of them because even if it doesn't sound like it perfectly relates to your issue or problem, that doesn't mean there's not going to be a gem in there that is going to help you and potentially change the whole course of your dating life. So anywho, this is an episode where I did an interview with a dating coach I don't know if she's still around, to be honest. I mean, she's alive. <laughs> I just mean, I don't know if she's still a dating coach. Uh, last time I remember, she was doing dating coaching for women mostly. So I don't know if she works with men too much. So I don't know. If you wanted to work with her, you can reach out and see if she does still do work. I just, I have no idea. We've, we've kind of lost touch over the years, but that doesn't mean that her advice that she gave on this episode is anything less than amazing because it's really good. It's really good flirting tips that you should learn to escape the friend zone and also some unique tips and some unique lines to say when you're going up and talking to a woman. She just has it as a different angle that I really enjoy. So uh, back to what I was saying earlier was that I have been doing this where I've been getting older episodes out and it has proven to do exactly what I thought it was going to do. I ended up picking out some older episodes. And what do you know, they're now some of the most top downloaded episodes in the past few weeks. So it just goes to show me that really it's all about that title and all about putting it out and making sure that, you know, people have not only the best content, but a title that matches it. And that's why this one and many more will be from the archives and then posted now like we're doing here. So back to the episode itself, like I said, you're going to learn some flirting tips. You're going to learn about how to create more of a flirty vibe and flirty atmosphere. A lot of guys don't know how to do that. And I know that you want to learn this. And I know that flirting is important for you. And and it should be because it is. Flirting is super important. It's one of the key ways to build attraction. And that's what you need to do. You need to build attraction to get a woman interested. So you're going to learn some cool stuff. Uh, Something I haven't talked about on the podcast for a long time. Speaking of flirting, I just thought about this today. I was like, you know what? I haven't talked about this video that I created where I show a 
way of building tension with the woman and then how to go for the kiss after that happens. So there's a video of me showing a demonstration with a model and it's called Trips Tension Technique. You got to check it out. It's 100% free and even better, it gets you on my email list where I send multiple emails out per week that gives you more tips and advice. So if you like to read advice and just get some good tips in your inbox, you're going to get those as well. So it's a double bonus. Get on my email list. You'll be able to learn stuff throughout the week from me. And then also you'll get this free video where I show you and demonstrate how to actually go for a kiss in a way that builds tension. I'll put the link in the show notes for you so you can check that out. You'll see it right there. Trips Tension Technique. And uh, go grab that. For some of you guys, if you want to learn more about flirting, like you want an actual course on flirting, you should check out my Hooked course. Hooked is an entire course that teaches you everything you need to build attraction with a woman, build comfort, be able to flirt, be able to escalate, and how to get a lot more dates. It even has in-field footage. I should mention that Hooked has been updated. So if you have this, if you have Hooked already, Go in there, check out the new videos. It's already automatically updated for you. And for those of you who don't have it, what are you waiting for? You're missing out. It gives you a full breakdown of everything you need to do to meet more women, attract more women, and also gets you inside of Trips Corner, which is my private Facebook group, only for people who are part of the coaching program or people who have the Hooked program. And so once you're in there, you can be in there with me. I'm in there every single day answering questions, welcoming people, posting stuff. And you'll get lifetime access to that just for getting hooked. So check it out, getterhooked.com. If you want to just skip all the nonsense and get right to the, to the meat of it all. All right. Now that I've told you all the updates, let's get into the interview with Laurel talking about flirting techniques. Hey, Laurel, how you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I'm fantastic. It, you know, I feel like probably at this point you have collaborated with me more than any other coach on the scene. And it's just, I always come back to you because you have the best advice that's so practical and you are very good at getting in touch with the female, of course, because you are one, but it's different because you really know how to explain it. And I don't think a lot of women know how to do that as best as you do really. Thank and so you. I'm just I excited to have you on again. You. <laughs> you know how to get into the guy's brain. You know how to explain a man. I know how to explain a woman. And I think because of that, we are, we're a really great team. Yes. And we were a great team on TV once. I don't yeah. know if anyone saw this episode because there's only one of them, but we were on the show called Love Bites Together. We're dating coaches side by side, hosting the show and helping men and women have amazing first dates. Unfortunately, yeah. The pilot aired, but the show got canceled. I know. And, uh, they missed out. That's okay. You know what? It gives me more time to make podcasts like this. <laughs> so it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Laurel, for the guys who don't know you and haven't seen you on my videos and other podcast episodes that we've done together, maybe tell them a little bit about you, how you got started, and why you know what you know. Well, I got started because of personal experience. I've been proposed to 10 times. And... A lot of that was because I had a very specific strategy that I was activating to get men to fall in love with me for, the, for good and bad. Sometimes 
oftentimes I actually wasn't as in love with them. So I started to analyze and break down myself and see what I was doing right, what I was doing wrong, and then started blogging about it, doing videos about it on my YouTube channel, Dating Laurel, and then going on TV. I'm, I'm one of the experts on E! News. I was a dating coach on Famously Single on E! Coaching Celebrities. I've written and published five books. My last is called Screwing the Rules, The No Games Guide to Love. And I coach men and women. Actually, right now, it's primarily men because men want to know how to get in a woman's head. So I work with them on strategy, on getting over heartbreak, on finding love. My, my focus really is about, is about love and how to get into a real enduring relationship. And I actually have a new podcast called Man Whisperer because many of my clients call me the Man Whisperer. They also call me their Cyrano and their Jedi Master. And Man Whisperer, I host with Robert Mack, who's another dating coach. I tend to be um, assertive, if not aggressive, in my opinions. I don't couch things. I'm very direct and straightforward. Robert is the yin to my yang, so literally the softness <laughs> for me. And we discuss, debate, and come up with answers and actionable advice for any dating, love, relationship, sex, confidence, pickup, breakup, heartbreak questions so that our listeners can really walk away with not only insight, but advice and actions that they can start doing immediately to make change in their dating and love lives. That so is awesome. It's, it's a lot and it's amazing. And the podcast is giving me another opportunity to talk to more people beyond just my one-on-one -on -one and the TV appearances. Awesome. So cool. So guys, if you're listening, check that out. The Man Whisperer, is that right? Just Man Whisperer. Just yeah. Man Whisperer. <laughs> cool. Type that into iTunes. Are you on Stitcher as well? I'm everywhere. Okay. She's everywhere. So any, yeah. any podcast or website you're on, check it out. And if you're listening on iTunes, check that out as well. So yeah. cool. So, and you've been doing this for how long now? I've been doing it for almost 10 years. Yeah. That's it? God, it feels like a lot longer. I don't know why. I think because I've been, I've only been charging for it for 10 years, but I've been writing about, I started as a journalist 18 years ago, writing for FHM about sex and for Playboy and Men's Journal and Men's Health. So I've been a dating sex and relationships writer forever. I just started only 10 years ago to charge for my advice. Got it. Got it. So cool. <laughs> well, as always, so glad to have you back and to get into some flirting tips. I yeah. want the guys listening to be able to use this stuff the next time that they're with a girl. And this is cool because I feel like some of these tips can be used whether you're just meeting someone. I think we might even have some for if you're in a relationship or if you've been dating them for a little while. So this is kind of like across the board. I know, I know some of them are a little bit more specific too when yeah. you first meet her as well. Because I know a lot of guys listening to this podcast are mainly in that scenario where they are single and they're trying to find someone. And so that is when flirting, I believe, is the most important. Of course, very important all the way through the relationship. You want to keep it alive and thriving, but it's that thin line that you're dealing with between friendship and, oh, this girl sees me as something more than that, yeah. that occurs when you're in that initial interaction and I believe, and I'd love to hear your take on it too, that flirting is that dividing line, right? It's that thing that says to the girl, I'm interested in you. I'm not trying to be your friend. I want something more. What do you think? 
Absolutely. And you can also use certain flirting techniques to get yourself out of a deeply ingrained friend zone too. Those are very specific and strategic though. And that's something that I coach clients knowing exactly what their friendship looks like in order to extract them from friend and put them into the next category. But flirting is an essential at the very beginning. It hooks a girl, but then flirting also maintains the relationship throughout because if you don't continue to flirt, then you can become friends later on. And that just sucks. So it is flirting is, is really one of the cores of a relationship. I love it. I love it. Well, let's get into it. Okay. What is your first flirting tip? So the first might not sound like a flirt, but it's actually essential and it's asking why. And it's not just if a woman says something and you're like, why? That's annoying. It sounds like a three-year-old who, you know, (laughs) has to constantly ask a why question. That's not what it is. It's, oh, that's so interesting. Why is that? It's being interested. When you are flirting with a woman, you need to remember interested and interesting. And in order for you to be interested, you do need to ask her, have a conversation. A conversation is engagement. It is asking her what she's doing, commenting on what she said, expanding on what she said, continuing the conversation. So for example, you might see her at Starbucks or a coffee place and she's ordering some crazy drink. And you say, wow, that was a mouthful of a drink. What, what is it that made it so that that is the drink that you love? So you're not saying specifically why, but you are asking for the story behind. So the what is a fact, right? She's ordering a crazy drink at Starbucks. Why is she ordering that drink? That's what's going to suddenly interest her. That's going to engage her. That's going to make her think, wow, this is a guy who's going to be a great conversationalist, who's going to give a shit about what I say in the relationship, because that's something that's a real problem in relationships. Men don't listen to what we have to say oftentimes, or we don't feel like they are, because when we say something, they don't respond. So by you engaging, noticing that she's doing something, asking the backstory behind it, You're immediately showing her a side of who you are. It's also breaking right through the ice and going into a real conversation. Why is what's interesting? Why is what makes her her? Why is what defines her? And that's where you can learn about her. And then she'll probably turn it around on you and she can now learn about you too. You know what else I think about that too and why that works so well is because it gives the opportunity for someone to talk about their favorite topic, which is themselves. Yes. Right. It's like we, the facts are just kind of like whatever, like, oh, this is what's happening. But yeah. when you ask the why or, or kind of like the deeper reasoning behind something in terms of whatever you guys are talking about, she's going to love to share it. I mean, people love yeah. to share it, even if it's someone that they don't even know, they don't even like yet. So it already makes the conversation interesting and it gives you the opportunity to get into that conversation, you know? It does, and gives them an opportunity to start thinking. If she's going to start to think, and she's thinking about the why behind it, she's probably now tapping into feelings also, because no one does things for no reason at all. Every single thing we do, everything we put on our body, every place we go, everything that you have on your desk right now, in your car, 
every item, there's a why behind. Every action, there's a why behind. What was it that made you come to that what? What's the why? And as you start to talk about it, now I'm going to soften a little bit because I'm thinking about where am I, where did I come from? Why am I choosing? Oh my gosh, I remember I ordered that, this drink because I remember when I was a little girl and my dad used to always put hot fudge on top of my drinks to make it seem more interesting. And he'd put it in the milk. And that's where that, that need for hot fudge on top came on. So now all of a sudden you've opened my heart. Yes, I'm talking about my dad or I'm thinking about my dad, but my heart is still open. I'm going, I'm softening. I'm dropping my walls and I'm going into a place where I'm much more not only open in conversation, but also open to you. And so many people walk around walled up because we have our phones. So we look down, we're on our phones. We don't want to fucking talk to anybody. But as soon as you give me an opportunity to drop my walls because you're asking about my story, now I want to talk to you. And it's not just about what I'm ordering at Starbucks. It's I can see, you know, you can compliment someone's smile and ask the why. I feel like you have this, this little interesting smile going on right now. You have something on your mind right now, don't you? What, what are you thinking about? Where is that coming from? Why do you have that smile? So even there, now you've caught me smiling. And I'm now going to think, wait, why was I smiling just now? Oh my gosh, because I was just thinking about something I'm really looking forward to doing tonight. And yeah, it's going to be a little scandalous and exciting. And now I'm going to share that with you. So it's always that, that why behind for absolutely anything you can ask. It's just how you ask it. You need to ask it strategically so it doesn't come across as creepy or annoying. I love it. That's great. I'll add in two. Here's a good line you can use that is basically what you're saying here. It's like a version of, of why. And I like to teach guys to use this when they're already in conversation with the girl. And literally, you could use it anytime. Okay, Anytime she says something that she's like into or something she did recently or even what she does for a living, it's something that you can say after she's given you a fact. Okay, So the line is this, and I think you're going to like this, Laurel. It's, what's that like? Mm, that's line right yeah. there. So it can be anything yeah. she says. So, you know, you say, Oh, I'm a dating coach for a living. So really interesting. What's that like? Yes. And it gives oh, them that, that. Oh, open. interesting. What's that like? Right. <laughs> it gives them that opportunity to, to yes, explain something it. and talk about something. What's that like? Oh, wow. Yeah. What was that like? Oh, I had dinner at wherever last night. Oh, cool. Wow. You know, how was it? What was that like? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Very cool. So, okay. That's let's cool. go to the next one. Cause okay. I know we have a few more. Okay. So the next one is take her off her guard. And this is the shock factor there that you're pulling her out of her head. So why is allowing her to go deeper into her head? Taking her off of her guard is pulling her out of her head and into another situation. So for example, and I'm going to give you actually a couple of examples. One is you might be at a bar and you see a woman and she looks over at you just for a second. And then she looks away and she continues to talk to her friend. If she does it again, then walk over to her and her friend and say, you know, I saw you looking at me. So I was just wondering what you guys were saying. And she's suddenly going to like, what? (laughs) Or I saw you laughing. Were you guys laughing at me? What were you laughing at? And immediately again, she's going to think, when was I laughing at? 
When was I looking at him? What was happening in my mind that made me do that? And she then will engage in conversation, even if she was laughing because you were being an idiot. And she might say, yeah, I was laughing at you because I totally saw you look at that bartender up and down and stare at her boobs. And it was like embarrassing for all women. That's still an opening for you to say something. She's giving you a chance. So that's one thing. Another, and this is actually, this happened to me. I was walking across the street. I was actually on my way to a date. And this guy was on the other side of the street, on the other side of the crosswalk. And as soon as I stepped onto the curb, he said, oh my God, I am so sorry. Is this where we were supposed to meet? I think I'm late. I'm really, really sorry. And I like completely became frazzled where I was walking very confidently across the street initially. And suddenly I thought, oh my God, fuck, what day is it? Did I schedule a date? Why would I schedule a date? I have a boyfriend. And my mind started spinning of what could have possibly happened here that made this happen. Then I started cracking up. He started cracking up. Ice was completely broken. And we actually engaged in conversation. Had I not had a boyfriend, I would have gone out with him because it was, you know, as a dating coach, I hear it all. I, I do. I hear all the pickup lines and, and most of them aren't that good. But that just, it gave me, it, it silenced me for a minute and it allowed me to stop thinking again, pulled my walls down because someone shocked the hell out of me, made me question myself, made me forget what day it was, where I was, who this person was. And that created a blank slate. And, and just, that's something that can be really attractive. And that brought you into that present moment with him. Exactly. Right. Yes. Like, like you weren't thinking about where you need to go, what's going on. And he got that attention from you. Yes. Yeah. He got my full attention. I was totally present. And even the, I saw you looking at me or I saw you laughing at me got my full attention in that moment because I was embarrassed in that moment. So it's still a pulling me in completely into his space and allowing me to be totally present because especially women, we are multitaskers. Our minds are going a million miles a minute. We're thinking about absolutely everything else, including what we're doing. So if you can shut our minds down and make us not think about anything else but you for that moment, that's your in. Laurel, those are awesome. Great two tips. Now, I know you have another one for us. What is another great flirting tip to do when you're with a girl? So this is similar to the why. This is engaging in what she's doing right now. Okay, so the first was why engaging her head and what her reasons are behind her what's. Then we have take her off guard, get her out of all of that, and then engage in what activity she's actually doing in that moment. So for example, if you are at the salad bar, and you see a woman who is making a salad, then go up to her and say, wow, you know, you seem like the kind of woman who really knows how to make a good salad. I am terrible at making salads. For me, it's basically lettuce and ranch dressing. What's your secret? Now, all of a sudden, because you are engaging in what I'm doing right now, I can stay in that moment. And then I can actually analyze that moment, putting me back into the present analyze what is my strategy for making a salad, huh? And now I can explain to you, you're asking me for advice. Asking a woman for advice is a great way to create attachment because men, women, everyone, we want to be attached and close to 
what we give to people, even if what we're giving to someone is advice. It immediately creates that emotional connection. So you've asked me my salad making strategy, and this actually happened to me. And I was single. And my response was, well, starts with lettuce. So you want to have some base. And that's going to be a couple of different types of lettuce. And then for me, I like something that has a little bit of texture on top of like the basic base. So I might do some snap peas. I might do some croutons, something else that's going to be textury and crunchy and add some excitement in my mouth. Then I want something that's smooth and can mush that together. So I might do a tomato because it's juicy. I might do some beets because again, they can be juicy. Then I want something that's just velvety and, and sweet. So I might add a little bit of hummus to that. I might add then some pulled pork because there's a sweetness and, and the flavor is going to go across the entire salad. So what I'm actually doing is explaining a relationship. I'm explaining all of the different dichotomies of a relationship and what I feel is important in a relationship. I would have never explained a salad as a relationship until this guy said to me that I have a salad making strategy. He ended up asking me out. We went out and we started dating because it did take me off guard, but it also engaged in what I was doing in that moment. And the grocery store is a great way to do that. If you see a woman who is buying broccoli, it's, you know, God, I'm, I'm really trying to, to learn how to cook more healthy. I'm great at grilling burgers and steaks and even fish, but vegetables, I just don't get it. How are you preparing that broccoli? So again, asking her a question to get her advice. She wants to be close to her advice. So then she's going to be more interested in you and you're engaging in what she's doing. It makes it much more easy to start a conversation. You don't have to think of anything creative. You're just looking at what she's doing and asking her about that. And what a really seamless and natural way to start conversation. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. It can go anywhere. You can be at an art gallery and she's staring at this one piece and you notice that she was sitting there for five minutes and you can say, you know, I'm really new to art and I'm trying to teach myself how to look at and experience art. Can you tell me what it is that you're experiencing from this and, and where did you, where did you gain this knowledge and this interest? Again, you know, it's, it's showing me interest. It's engaging in the situation. It's asking for my insight. And all of these little elements are going to make me feel more attached to you. And it makes me feel proud and respected and seen. And those are elements that a woman wants to feel. A woman wants to feel safe. She wants to feel sexy. She wants to feel seen. So if you can do one of these things, if you make her feel seen because you are seeing what she's doing, you're seeing what's important to her, you're asking for her advice, you're asking for her insight, you're showing that you respect her opinion, and she feels closer to you. I love that. I want you to, I, I, well, I'll repeat it because I remembered, but safe, sexy, and seen. Yes. Now, is this something that starts from the minute you meet her all the way till you're in a relationship and, and beyond? And through the relationship, absolutely. And if you look at safe, sexy, and seen, so safe. Safe is physically, emotionally, financially safe. Even if a woman is fine, amazingly great financially, she still wants to know that you're okay too. And you're not going to sit there all day 
on Facebook or playing video games while she's at work. So that's the financially safe. It doesn't mean that you're going to support her. She just needs to know that you guys are, you know, on equal footing at least. So physically, emotionally, financially, physically, that doesn't mean that you need to be a Hulk. That doesn't even mean that you need to be a big guy. You could be smaller than her, but she knows that you've got her, you know, that you have that, that rooted confidence in who you are sexy. So sexy is, yeah, you know, she's, she's turned on by you, but not only that you say things to her that makes her feel sexy. And it's not only when she's dressed up and has makeup on, it's when she's being her, she feels sexy when she's in sweatpants and no makeup. And you make her feel that way because you truly see her and see doesn't mean just you see what she looks like. You see who she is. You acknowledge and understand and respect who she is as a person. You see her quirks. You see her insecurities. You see her weirdnesses. You see everything. And you actually like her more because of that. Of course, you can't make a woman feel safe, sexy, and seen the minute that you meet her. And even after probably a couple of dates, you won't necessarily make her feel all of those things. But you do need to try and tap into a couple of those or at least one of them. Well, no, a couple. You need to do the sexy when you flirt with her and safe, short or seen. I mean, safe, it could be you guys are at a bar and some jackass is picking up on her and not making her feel good. And you can see that her eyes are sort of freaky and looking all over. And you can come over and say, oh, my gosh, honey, I'm so sorry I'm late. And, you know, put your arm around her and just show her I'm protecting you. And that's a bold move, too. So you don't have to do it as strong, but you can just walk over to her then and say, hey, you know, and that's it. Be present. Be there for her. Make her feel safe. Make her feel protected. All of these elements are going to make her feel more attached. They're necessary in dating and throughout the relationship. Yeah, I would say that you can even do that in the initial interaction, safe, yeah. sexy, and seen. I mean, just going up and confidently approaching her, giving her really good eye contact, being right in front of her and being present with her and not yes. being scared to even go approach. I think that can convey subconsciously safe because you're a guy who's taking control and is not yeah, scared. Right. Yeah. And then I think sexy and seen, that's all done off of everything you just said today on this podcast episode. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all the interest you're showing in her and the flirting that you're doing She's going to feel sexy and she's going to feel seen by you. And of course, that's just in the initial interaction. But, uh, you know, going further with that, you, you gave those examples, too. Yeah. And, and safe, you're absolutely right with that safe, because if you are confident and more than confident, if you are certain and you are certain in who you are, and that doesn't mean you're perfect. That doesn't mean you're an Adonis. That doesn't mean you're rich. That doesn't mean you're any of these other expectations. You're you and you have certainty around who you are you will then give her certainty and confidence and knowing in who you are too. If you walk up to her all emotionally wiggly, then she's not going to feel safe with you because who are you? You could collapse at any minute. She has no idea. You have no definition. But if you walk up tall, short, big, little, whatever it is, successful, not successful. If you walk up with that certainty, with that energy of, I know me and I've got you, she will feel safe. I've got you is one of the sexiest things that you can tell a woman and that you can make a woman feel. This 
is why I continue to have you on this podcast. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you this, listen to this stuff. Listen to this episode again and again. These tips here are saying so much. I mean, you came in here just thinking you're going to learn things about flirting and we're going way deeper than that here. This is like really super intense attraction that you can build with a woman when you're able to do these things, when you're able yeah. to have that essence around her. I'm telling you, this is it. If you're going to listen this to any other massive. podcast this week, just re-listen to this one. Yeah. This, this was the, the meat right here. <laughs> it's magnetism, right? Everyone wants to be magnetic. Everyone wants to be attractive, yes, but attracting. And if you can, can have that and be full of you in that energy, well, she's going to want to, she's going to want to get some of that too. Right. Exactly. And so it's so rare too, that guys can even pull any of this off. That's the thing is like, if you even implement half the stuff that you heard today on this episode, you're already 80% ahead of all the other guys out there because a lot of guys aren't doing this or they are kind of half-assed stumbling upon doing it, but they're not doing it correctly. Yeah. So seriously powerful stuff. It's, you don't have to be scared. I know it's scary. I know. Okay. I know it's scary to approach. I historically was a wallflower. I was very insecure. I was bullied heavily when I was young and I was, I was not the attractive girl. I had to create this. I've created who I am today. I have created this certainty and it took time and it took work and it took patience with myself to get to a place where I can just say, here I am and own it and not just own it but show it. Anyone can do this, no matter what your situation is. Her name is Laurel House. She has a podcast out called Man Whisperer. And check it out because you're going to learn even more from her. So if you wrote down anything, took away something, there's something here that really spoke to you and you want to hear more from this lovely lady, check out Man Whisperer. And uh, it should be available on iTunes, on Stitcher, and everywhere else that you can find podcasts. So Laurel, before we sign off, anything else you want to add? Something else you want to talk about regarding your podcast or any other bits of wisdom to share? You know, I, I would say that the only thing that I want everyone to know is to be, and this sounds so trite and ridiculous, but stop following the fucking rules and just start being authentic. Stop doing what you should do. Stop doing what feels right to you. So no matter how many tips I have for you, try them all on and see what feels good and see what makes you feel confident because that's the best that you can be is you. And you owning you and be being full of yourself. And I mean, being full of who you are is the sexiest, most attractive thing that you can be. So focus on your authenticity, on your wholeness and on just being real because that's, what's going to make a woman want you. And you know what? She's going to find out sooner or later the truth of who you are. So, so why not just be you right now, even if that's quirky, even if it's nerdy, even if it's dorky, even if it's whatever it is, that's okay because we all are. I love it. Be you, be proud of it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Laurel, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you.